that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. <laughs> Welcome to Good Luck America, everybody. A politics and news podcast. <laughs> a news and politics podcast with a very special guest this week, twice in three weeks. Hey, hey, hey. I haven't said my name yet. Adam Todd Adam Brown, Brown is our special guest. <laughs> yep. I'm your host, Chet Wilde, with our co-host, Kevin Anderson. <laughs> hey, I'm here and, every week. Uh, Y'all know me. Oh, wacky wacky woo. Play the wacky fart song, everybody. And ah. we've invited Adam into the comfort of his own home. Thank you for having to me. To record really and run the board today. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And if you don't mind, I think I'd like to just kind of take over as host for the day. <laughs> just yeah. take a little... I mean, Kevin and I did the notes for you, so so feel free to... to that is not true, <laughs> listeners. God damn it. Adam, are you seeing it like this wacky, wacky morning DJ character I've been working on? <laughs> we're going to talk about some uh, politics, and we're going to take your calls. Call her on the air. I'm having a uh, mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's Skip Harjopoulos. He's a character I do sometimes. <laughs> oh, we have fun here. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about some dark shit today. Not, I mean, it's it's not dark. It's like it's progress in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but it's also infuriating that it's not being talked about more. Much like the prison strike episode we did a few weeks ago, which is another thing that you just for some reason you just didn't hear a lot about it in mainstream media. And in both cases, that case and this case. I'm not even going to blame Trump or the CIA like I usually like to do. <laughs> well, the prison My one, you faves. can go like, ah, what is the reason? Why aren't we hearing it's more money. about this? But with McDonald's, it's so serviceable. Oh, the number one fast food chain in America that's advertised on every fucking channel? Right. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> on Tuesday, September 18th, during the lunch rush, no less, McDonald's workers in 10 cities, not Columbus, Ohio, by the way, Correct. Uh, staged a strike in hopes of pressuring management to take stronger steps against on-the-job sexual harassment. That's what we're talking about today. That is what we're talking about. The whole about. story, no one's talking about it. It's, uh, it's a lot like our prison episode in that this is a major, major story that involves people who are being oppressed, and no one gives a shit. Right. No well, one wants give to a talk shit. about it. We and give a shit. And our listeners give a shit. And there are, I mean, there are people covering it, but... It's not like it's the Hollywood version of the Me Too movement. It's like all people can talk about, which is right. also valid. But it's like there's this happens everywhere, and it's like like this you said, is the McDonald's the popular... of the Me Too movement. Get it? Because sometimes people say it's like the McDonald's of whatever. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, guys, I was stayed up all night writing that. <laughs> so yeah, on this this strike happened on September 18th, and the first I I, I guess in looking back, there were some articles about the lawsuits that were filed back in May. But also with that, there was no... Like, we're talking about the seventh largest employer in the nation. Really? Yeah. The seventh largest. Walmart has to be above them, right? Yeah. um, There's six companies above them, obviously. Well, I'm just serious. Subway's in there, too, because they've got a... You know, you can make any old closet. But this is a strike happening across 10 cities during the busiest time of the day for the seventh largest employer in the nation. It's big. And... Almost no one fucking talked about it. 
Like there were articles, they'd been planning this for a long time, and all the articles about the fact that it was happening came out like a day or two before it happened. And it's one of those things where you want to go, why is no one covering this? But you know why no one's covering it. Big money. Because McDonald's spends a lot of money on advertising oh, yeah. for a lot of different outlets. Like pretty much, I'm, I'm sure there's no limit to what company they would give money to for advertising. They don't give a shit. They just want people to hear about sausage McMuffins and shit. And like, like even this, yeah. like researching this at the end, I was like, yeah, I could use a triple cheeseburger. Though. <laughs> like, That's how they get you. Now, why would you get a triple cheeseburger when you could just get a quarter pounder that has the same amount of meat? Because the triple cheeseburger is easier to eat with one hand, Chad. And you get more cheese with the yeah. triple what cheeseburger. What are you doing with the other hand that you oh, can't? You driving, know. smoking, drinking, jerking off. It's a busy. That's a busy car ride. Yeah, <laughs> he does Smoking. all four of those yeah. Yeah. during the time he eats the one burger. Exactly. You've got those. Uh, you got those extra Doctor Octavius arms that help you out with all the. Anyway, tests. sexual harassment. Talking about jerking off, eating cheeseburgers seems appropriate. Yeah, of course. So the plan for the strike was approved by women's committees formed by employees at dozens of McDonald's restaurants across the U.S. Cities include Chicago, Durham, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Miami, Milwaukee. New Orleans, Orlando, San Fran, and St. Louis. Nope. <laughs> Balcony. The lead organizers <laughs> include several women who filed complaints with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission in May, alleging pervasive harassment at some McDonald's franchises. And this was McDonald's bitch-ass response. We have policies, procedures, and training in place that are specifically designed to prevent sexual harassment at our company and company-owned restaurants, and we firmly believe that our franchises share this commitment. Well, That was their response to the Associated Press. So they basically press. were just like, no, it's not, it didn't happen. Yeah, they're like, we have, <laughs> no, we have books. We have laws in place, so obviously we that's have, all we need to do. We you know have a slideshow that we if show If McDonald's was just like, do you have any idea how many restaurants we have? How the fuck are we supposed to manage this problem? That's not a great response, but that's an honest it's, response. It, that least. would be a more honest response than that, that you know, lawyer fucking written thing that's like, well, you know, you want to make sure you say almost nothing in your response, but also make yourself look like you're trying but yeah, like I also I don't know if this was I think is it it, it is this McDonald's having this more than other fast food places because they're all kind of the same structurally. Is this happening like way more prevalently at McDonald's particular like in particular, or is it the only one that people are like starting to do something about? It's presumably the first one. Yeah, that for all we know, there's about. there's uh, things going on in other ones that just aren't getting coverage either. Right, and it's it's a thing where. Like they're the biggest yeah. when it comes to fast food. So yeah. most amount of people, highest percentage. And like yeah. even I know there's sometimes like one and two with Subway, but like no, they had that. One I was guy. about I was about to say you don't hear as much bad stuff about Subway. <laughs> well, Subway, oh, man. there was that one guy. Incorrect. <laughs> but Subway also only has like typically like maybe three employees at a time. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's is a large operation, and there's like a lot like there's always like an old manager, and a bunch of high school students. I feel like that's less common. Yeah. It's Subway. That's part of the creepiness of this, too. It's I, Especially if we have listeners that are in these roles. I don't want to sound elitist, knock anyone, but I, there are probably few people that desire the manager or assistant manager job at a fast food place. It's like, I need to have a job. I need to pay for my life, whatever. I thought you were going to say you don't desire them sexually. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I, but that's it's probably, probably like one of the few areas in their life that they have power or control, and then... They get to choose which high schoolers they, you know, like small towns. All well, that, that you, shit. I, I think you see that at just jobs. Yes. Yeah. All over the place, and yeah, the the thing is, and we'll we'll talk about it a little more 
later, but one of the reasons I think also this isn't getting coverage is the victims in this case are right. poor people and right. women of color, and they work fast food jobs. Like when I, wor- I worked at a Burger King when I was like in between high school and college. When you were a woman of color? Yeah. And at one point, I was at, taking my break out in the dining room, and this fucking, I sat down like there was a barrier, like a divider on between me and this booth next to me. Oh, yeah. And this family, this husband and wife and their kid, I sat down in the booth next to them, but there was this divider, and the dad looks at his kid and goes, don't ever work at a place like this, son. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, you're taking your family yeah. to eat here. You aren't yeah. doing that much better. This is your big night out, and yeah. you're going to shame me for having a job? Fuck you. Yeah. And like, you were, how old were you at the time? Like You were like, what? Like, I would have been like 18, 19, yeah. something yeah. like that. Oh, what a Just trying to shit. pay my rent. And then, and then, but if you didn't have that job and you were like collecting unemployment, he'd call you a burden on on the taxpayer and all this exactly. Shit. Like, like you can't win with these people. <laughs> and and if you you recall the debate about raising the minimum wage, and people were like, "Oh, you want that much for fast oh, food fuck work?" That shit, yeah. So that's the class of people we're dealing with here, where it's just another marginalized group and in this world. It compounds it because, like you said, they're poor people. They're often people of color in lower income neighborhoods or things like that. That they just they they need the money to support a family or whatever. So we're compounding the amount that we are uh, minimalizing them. Like, well, you're already that, plus you work at McDonald's like a fucking loser or something. Like, we're adding that to it. So, like, people wouldn't even necessarily be like, oh, like, yeah, she probably is. Like, it's like the stripper thing. Like, oh, yeah, she's probably going to be like a stripper. Hopefully she doesn't get up on the pole. It's just like yeah. they're, just, they're just adding all this shame to that job. So that's why they're like, they wouldn't even consider that this kind of shit's going on. Like, ah, that's, that job must suck Meanwhile, anyway. Meanwhile, a lot of the people that have the strongest opinions and, and that lean towards that direction about it are also probably the people that rely on some of those restaurants the most. Yeah, to lose like, their feet. It, it's just like <laughs> I, when people have very strong opinions about like, ah, fuck these people. And yeah. They, they're like they're not doing shit with their lives a lot of times that's like projecting of like man you gotta say that about somebody else to make you feel better about your yeah. own oh yeah well yeah congrats congrats you made it to data entry fuck stick <laughs> i go like, i you're go not, to... you're <laughs> you, i go you are one bad review away from being back in the minors and yeah. somehow like if people at fast food make 15 dollars an hour then people are like why only make Sixteen dollars an hour, so like my only one dollar, and that's such a their thing. such a defeatist way to think because yeah. you're like, oh, so fast food workers should be getting paid the same for the highly skilled work I do. No, you should all be getting paid more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the one area that I'm like, oh, I can fucking see it is like I read an article about EMTs that were upset about because EMTs get paid shit right. for the most right. part, and they're like, we're saving lives, and I could just like. Go flip burgers for the same amount. It's like good. Then go flip burgers for the same amount because my argument is, you couldn't pay. Oh, this is such a privileged thing to say. I don't think you could pay me enough to work forty hours a week at fast food. Like I just, yeah. I wouldn't be able to find any meaning in what I'm doing, and having meaning in my work is very important to me. But right. I, I think the argument for raising the minimum wage for fast food is the worst part of that job, and the part you should be getting paid for is interacting with shitheads all day well that's yeah, that's is, why i look yeah. at like the starbucks in my neighborhood and some of the things they have to deal with are sometimes you go in the bathroom and they're like dear god yeah why did i do this to them we had to get, we, we had to get rid of our mirrors in the subway i worked in because uh they just we would get a new mirror and someone just well i'm gonna take my key to that for no reason and yeah. just fuck it up we had if to just you remove have to, mirrors if part of your job at a fast food restaurant is cleaning the restroom automatically like 30 <laughs> hours an hour yeah yeah or you should get some type of bonus that's 
Because it's such every, a... Every gram of shit you pick up, you get a little well, bonus. Well, that's the thing. People literally shit on the walls or whatever. Like, it, you, you can't get paid enough to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. such a backwards way to think. To be like, well, I'm an EMT and I'm making $15 an hour. They shouldn't be making $15 yeah. an hour. It's no... How about they every, should yeah. be making $15 an hour. And you should probably be making like 25 also, or 30 man. why the fuck ambulance rides 500 bucks? Where's that money going? Yeah, that's for a whole different yeah. podcast. Tires are expensive. Uh, <laughs> so this is labor lawyer Mary Joyce Carlson, who is one of the organizers of this. We see no evidence there's been any change at all. Whatever policy they have is not effective. Yeah. Having a policy and implementing and enforcing a policy are two very different things. And oh, yeah. she's an attorney for Fight for $15, a national movement seeking to increase oh. the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I almost slipped and read that as a nationalist movement. <laughs> it's a white nationalist movement. Imagine if I said that and just missed it and let it fly. It's where you get to you get paid $15 every time you beat up a, a yeah. marginalized person in the streets. Then I'm on TMZ for shouting out a nationalist movement. <laughs> no such thing as Which, bad publicity. weirdly yeah. enough, TMZ, first place I saw this written about. Yeah, of that is weird, Of all the fucking right? news outlets I read every day for this fucking podcast. Well, not well, every for the podcast network in general, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like the first thing I do is read headlines all morning. T- TMZ got good SEO, man. TMZ was first, like or TMZ's like McDonald's stopped giving us mid roll advertising yeah. and videos. Yeah. We're gonna fucking go after them, and you know that's what this shit comes down to. Mm-hmm. It's how confident are we that we can slip this article by without McDonald's taking their fucking ad money from us? Yep, and that's a really disheartening thing. Yeah. Like, it's especially when, like, we're going to keep going back to it, I'm sure, but this is a group of people who have so much working against them when it comes to getting this fixed. Like, one thing I forgot to mention that I should have, it's uh, a thing I was looking up. McDonald's, right now there's a debate happening about something called the joint employer rule. And what it's deciding is should McDonald's be held liable for what its franchisees do. Oh. And if that if that gets severed to where McDonald's can be like, hey, man, I don't know what the boys on the corner do. I just fucking bring the package in. Like They could just separate like a celebrity that just got in trouble for something. Yeah. They're like, oh, we dropped them. We don't know. We don't have nothing to do with that. That's a that's a rogue yeah. franchise. And oh, if that yeah. happens, like, there's no accountability I would also ever. be terrified to ever be a franchise a franchisee franchisee yeah yeah. not that like oh i'd go and harass the fuck out my employees but like knowing that they could drop you at any time no yeah knowing that you're not i'm gonna invest so much in this business and these fucks won't yeah help me out at all any kind of lawsuit they can just be like they can not our shit really throw you under the bun (laughs) 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 it's like bus but with an n (laughs) (laughs) oh dude Seventy. Man. Oh my god! <laughs> ah, fuck! Ah, stop it! <laughs> so this is some of the demands that they're uh, seeking. Oh, we didn't even turn the clock on. Wow! Start when the you clock. say demands, I would say very reasonable request. Very reasonable request. Yeah, Improve- demands is such a loaded word. Improved procedures for receiving and responding to harassment complaints. Not even good procedures, just improved. Yeah, better than the shit. Require anti-harassment training for managers and employees. Can't believe that's not a thing already. And formation of a national committee to address sexual harassment comprised of workers, 
representatives from corporate and franchise stores, and leaders of national women's groups. And none of that sounds at all unreasonable. No, that, no that's it, half of that. The first two should have already been a thing. If Absolutely. anything, you'd think McDonald's would just be like, great, we can at least bullshit that for PR reasons. Yeah. Right, and like, that's the that, thing. Why are they resisting it? That's the thing. McDonald's, I've written positive articles about McDonald's in the past for that very thing. Mm. Like whenever... Like, remember when styrofoam containers were a big thing? Oh, McDonald's yeah. was the first one to fucking get rid of them. Or when Supersize came out of it and they fucking downsized all yeah, their Yeah, they were like, fine, things. no more. Like, they, whenever the fast food industry needs fixing, McDonald's usually fixes it first. Yeah. And everyone else follows suit. And that's another reason why this is so important. Because if McDonald's is forced to do it, then people working at other franchises where this is undoubtedly yeah. happening will feel emboldened to make changes there and that's how fucking progress happens yeah but mcdonald's pays ad money to all these fucking major news networks so you're not hearing shit about it and part of why mcdonald's is able to spend hundreds of millions if not more on advertising is because they pay their employees so little and have such great profit yeah. margins yeah. like i sometimes just kind of hate watch cnn in the background while i work and for the past three days, and let, let me preface this by saying I get that, you know, every victim is individual and unique and deserves to have their story heard. But we've been hearing on CNN, they've literally been wall to wall talking about Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford, the woman who's accusing him of yeah. almost raping her nonstop. And I get it. We That's an important story and we need to Especially hear about it. Trump lost. Trump finally lost his shit this yeah. time about it. But you could also throw in four or five hours to address that this is happening on a nationwide scale at yeah. the country's seventh largest fucking employer to women of color, people of color, like... Everyone in the fucking country has reason to get behind this, and nobody is. There should be a CNN two, or like they should have a spinoff. Yeah, network. like ESPN. Yeah, or where, where they just say we're gonna cover everything that isn't national politics. That's basically what I do with the daily podcasts now, because we yeah. like there's so much politics shit to talk, and so many of these podcasts are geared toward politics, like. It was kind of burning me out, and I was like, I want to just work on some shit. Yeah, that's not this. It just bogs you down when you constantly. If you address, if you want to give equal weight, and that's why, like you're saying, they're they're not doing the thing that you want them. Like that, they should be doing is addressing the whole the the, the scope because it's just so much negative information on a daily basis. Well, and maybe if Brett really Cavana, uh, whatever the fuck his name Kaza. is, Kaza. <laughs> it's Kaza. 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 Uh, Brett. Maybe if he, he attempted to rape somebody <laughs> in a McDonald's, it, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, is he a franchisee? Just have the conversation all yeah, it's, collective combined. I mean, people people see that and they go, that's crazy. And like the big news stories, like the Louis C.K. story and all these things are like, wow, I can't believe that happened. It's like, no, you should look at this as a microcosm of the world. Like, right, the, right. The fucking nation is this is what happens. And like, I didn't even know, I didn't even know about like that this strike was happening. Like you said, like nobody was talking about this at all. It doesn't surprise me because fast food. Oh no! Like people who I've worked for some uh, some real shady uh, uh, what do you call it, store managers and stuff for fast food places like same creepy over like the power the power trip is nuts. This guy at Subway would have cameras in the building for when he wasn't there. He would call if you were leaning and be like, "Hey, why there's no one in the store? Why aren't you cleaning?" Yeah, everything? I've had friends similar stories. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. Uh, yeah. It really makes you want to stay with the company. <laughs> uh, but like like I could just it's it does not shock me. But I did not know that this was happening, and it's crazy. Yeah. 
I hope they keep doing this, and at some point, major news outlets are yeah. forced you can't to make like can't deny it. It's I mean, gonna it's gonna take every motherfucker in every McDonald's in the country walking out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And granted, I've been off social media for the most part, but from what I've been, I haven't even seen anything about this. Like, no. I have a number of very progressive That's friends that love yeah. to like hate stream, like get behind anything to like just right. Amplify, and this has not been a thing. Yeah. You know, the other, uh, one other quick thing before we move on, I was just thinking about the fucking annoying thing about what you uh, suggest, which is like, the, it, it would take everybody leaving to, to right. make it's going to be that thing where people go, yeah, but I like my in and out. So, you know, like that, exactly. I fucking hate that shit. Like, oh, well, I just love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I don't care that they, they refuse, you know, they fire gay people or whatever. Like, yeah, that is like such a like, oh, I got to get my McDonald's. So fuck you, everybody. Like, I hate that attitude. And that's probably what would happen. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, McDonald's can address it. Yeah. And fix it. Because, like, th- this is always my conflict with, like, saying, oh, yeah, well, everyone should just walk out at once. McDonald's, they're not union. They're not, they don't have See a ya. union. Right. So right. McDonald's could just be like, all right, you're all fired. And it's, I, this is a kind of a shaky comparison. But I brought up, well, no, it's really not a shaky comparison. Because I brought up the movie Billionaire Boys Club. Of, on a few podcasts last week. That's a movie with Kevin Spacey in it. That oh, has yeah, that made like $10. Made, made like $150 <laughs> in theaters. It has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. And I watched it. It's a really good movie. Yeah. But it's got Kevin Spacey in it. Right. But it's also got Emma Roberts in it and this whole entire cast right. and crew who worked so hard to make this movie. And we're fine, you know, like... Like it's one Taking thing money from them. Essentially. Like it's it's yeah. one thing to take money from those people because they will, like Emma Roberts will get another another movie. Like the crew on this film, I'm sure. Like none, of, they're not like, oh, you worked with Kevin Spacey. Fuck right, that. Yeah. You like, gaffered for Kevin Spacey. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> yeah, like they lost money on this one job. Right. But if we say boycott McDonald's and people start getting fired over it, are we really? Yeah. Helping those people out. Yeah. Like it's not, it's almost, it's my same argument with boycotting the NFL. It's like, so you want me to boycott the players who are protesting? Like, like that's also their livelihood and Mm. it's going to impact them more if revenue drops. Like the owners will still, like the upper crust of any fucking major corporation is always going to be fine or at least relatively fine to whatever situation they're in now. They might make $30 million next year instead of $60 million. And <sighs> Moment of silence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll really have the blues about that. <laughs> but that also could be money that, like, they'll make that loss up by paying players less or, like, right. raising ticket prices, raising, like... All things that are already, it's like... Yeah, yeah. They're constantly finding new ways to make revenue. So it's it's hard to balance, yeah. at least in my mind, it's hard to balance like really going full throttle and being like, everyone, fuck McDonald's, let's make this a nationwide thing. Yeah. And then McDonald's starts firing people and you're Cause, like, oh. Because they would be more likely to do that than address the problem. Address the problem. Yeah. But would they? That's what we're That's hoping. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if they did start firing people, we could be like, oh, so now you're just going to fire people instead of... Yeah. Which a lot of companies would, because remember o- Obamacare. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh, well, that's going to cost me an extra eight bucks a month. I'm going to have to lay off 4,500 people now. <sighs> and it probably would, but it needs to be brought up no matter what. Like, yeah. this is... Because it's we're just talking McDonald's, and you know this isn't just a McDonald's problem. Oh, no. Like, it's an... 
industry-wide thing. And we'll talk and, about some numbers in a minute. About and the fact that this many employees have gotten together and organized this, I think, is just the fact that across they've been the able cities, to yeah. Uh, yeah, organize across the cities yeah. and, and pull that off is... It's huge because it's a number of people that don't have a lot of resources. Let's actually talk yeah. about a couple of the organizers of this. Yeah, yeah. Tanya Harrell, she is 22. She works at a McDonald's in New Orleans. She filed a complaint with the EEOC in May. EEOC is what again? Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Commission. Uh, she filed a complaint with them in May, alleging that her two managers at a local McDonald's took no action after she told them of sustained verbal and physical harassment by a co-worker, other than getting teased over it. Her supervisor suggested Ugh. that maybe there was some relationship potential there, and she should take it to the next level. And they also told her she was, quote, acting like a little girl and was childish to complain about it. So the manager shipped, tried to ship the two employees together. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like, a, like a weirdo on a, on a, two on just a fucked. This fan fic thread. Yeah. And no, can you imagine, like, you, like she's... She's 22. She's presumably living on her own, needing to pay her bills yeah. in fucking New Orleans, which I'm guessing isn't the cheapest city right. to live in. She's making $8.15 an hour. So you, when you're living on that low of an income, you need that income. Like, you can't lose that fucking income. Yeah. Like, that's a living situation where if you get a stray bill for something that's like $80, you're like, Fuck. Yeah. Like, How am I going to? Can I, I have pay to sell you, something? Can I pay you eight, for 10 hours? Yeah. Can I pay you $8 a month for 10 months, please? Yeah. Flex pay. <laughs> so for her to actually be speaking up about this is a very brave thing. Absolutely. And it just, it really burns me that it's not, they're not getting more support. Uh, another, Let's talk about Kim Lawson, 25, Kansas yeah, City. Yeah. Kim Lawson, 25, Kansas City. Shout out to Kansas City. Me and Chet did a really fun show there. Fuck. Phew. Yes. By the way, there's only about. Employee on employee harassment. Right. Like, oh, yeah. From what, what I was reading anyway, it's like. It's not customer on employee. They probably customers right. all the oh, time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, based on all the World Star videos I've seen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about Kim Lawson. She is 25 from Kansas City. She also filed an EEOC complaint in May alleging, alleging that managers responded ineffectively when she reported sexual harassment by a coworker. Quote, everybody's been brave about it. It's time to stand up for what we believe in. Damn, Damn right. She makes nine dollars. Nine dollars an hour. Must must be nice. Uh, you know, old uh, New Orleans eight fifteen from New Orleans yeah. to Kansas City is nine. So the thing about this is a what's also crazy about this. This is literally a an historic moment. Thank I hate you. saying Thank it you. like Thank that, you. but yeah, because this is the first time, at least in the United States, that a Me Too walkout or strike has been targeted at one individual company yeah so like that's history and the me too movement is history yeah so why her isn't <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so why like her story that was me hitting an invisible that one yep okay. <laughs> we get it Chet. remember when you said bun <laughs> oh that was fun that was fun yeah, the first Me Too movement strike <laughs> targeted at a specific company. Annalise Orlek, who is a history professor at Dartmouth College, who's written about low-wage workers, said she knows of only one precedent for this in the United States. In 1912. What year? 1912. So over 100 years ago. Several hundred garment workers at a corset factory in Kalamazoo, Michigan, walked off the job in a strike prompted by pervasive sexual harassment 
and poor working conditions. Here's the thing. Oh what boy. the fuck was going on in 1912 that led to that? Like, how bad? Yeah. It's it's really it deep. Been? Yeah, it's dark. It's dark. Because it's already, like, that's still pre-Mad Men. And, like, Mad yeah. Men was bad. Yeah. Like, so you go back another. Like, every employee's seat had a dildo on it that they had to sit at. Like, what <laughs> That would have been kind of progressive, I think. Of- yeah. Have you ever heard of the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire? I have, but I don't know why. I it have was, heard of it. This happened in 1911. See, that's the thing. What's crazy is we're basically just, we've somehow reset to the early 1900s mm-hmm. in terms of how we treat women at work. Because this was in, the, the strike that we just mentioned happened in 1912. This was 1911. And I, I won't go into all of it, but fucking look it up. It's horrifying. Uh, 146 women died, and it was at this point in history where women were working in factories under oppressive conditions. Yeah. And in this case, the factory they were working in, the boss locked them in because he was worried they were like taking too many bathroom breaks and shit. Oh, and then a fire happened. Oh, and then a boy. massive fire breaks out, and they're just locked in and can't get out. Where the fuck's the boss? He's not even watching he the He fucking door? got out. When the fire started, so 146 women died, and the only good thing that came of it is there were some reforms that were put in place for women in the workplace. Did they want you to die publicly? Does it have to be that this time? Yeah. Like, like it already kind of is in terms of how widespread what's happening at McDonald's, as one right. example, is. But, like, do hundreds of people have to die first? Like, what what for something to change like how can we not see that this is just a thing that should be changed yeah it's 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 so weird and like the fact that it was about it was it's all it's all about the same shit it's all about women's bodies and and trying to control them in some way because he's like locking the door because he thought they were pissing too much or whatever or like i don't know what the the real i don't know what his ideas were but i know that it's just like well I mean, obviously, I, I don't know women anatomy and stuff. If they're peeing a lot, well, the, the solution is just to lock the door and not let them out of this exactly. place, which fires be damned. Like, that's just a horrible reason for a lot. Like, that's insane. And that's uh, emotionally what uh, what what we do a lot of times with reproductive rights and like right. maternity leave. It's the same thing as is I'm going to I'm not going to look for ways to help you with your thing. I'm just going to lock the door metaphorically on on you and let you burn to death in this building because because yeah. uh i don't want my my god doesn't like your, your abortions yeah and now we have the the added thing where you know some motherfucker will make the argument well if mcdonald's does all that they're gonna have to spend a lot of money on it and then i'm gonna pay more yeah for my quarter pounder with cheese well that's sometimes and... what i struggle with this in general because i'm like nobody should be eating mcdonald's <laughs> like that's <laughs> That's I mean, a yeah. whole separate. You I'm shouldn't gonna, be. Living. I'm not going to say well, anything beyond that because then it becomes a whole different conversation. Right? Well, it's the same reason. Like it's easy to say that, but a lot of times places like McDonald's are what people can afford. Yeah, yeah. Like it's way cheaper to eat at McDonald's every day than to buy fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, and also sure. the time thing. Like yeah. I can get. I have these kids. I got to get them something. I have to work two jobs. I can't go cook because people are, like people that don't have these stresses in their life I always like to go well you know you can get this for this amount of money and it's like a really easy 30 minute thing you can just whip up at home and it's the same price yeah. as a thing it's like yeah but how, how tell it to a single mom exactly. working two jobs exactly yeah like that when gets it's, it's whole... so much easier to just you picked your kid up and now you're gonna go through a drive through and they're gonna eat yeah and you're gonna fucking and you get a toy study too study for your night classes that right. you're taking on top of your last two week's jobs. episode we're talking about 
you, you know, you made the comparison to social media kind of being like cigarettes, where we know we're being manipulated. Like, right. <laughs> they know social media is bad for us, but they're manipulating us anyways. It's the same with food. That food is being bioengineered oh, yeah. and, to be as addictive as possible and to trigger different things yeah. in your brain. And we all that, know it. Like, nobody's like, nobody thinks it's good for you. No. But I don't think everyone does know it. I think uh, yeah. people are largely undereducated. Yeah. But that, area. you know, you know who that's for? That's for people like you and me. Like, that, that's not for people working two jobs and going to college and raising a child who just, that's all they have time for. They're going to eat that anyway because it's cheap and it's fast. That addictive stuff, that's me and you falling for, for that, another <laughs> For another episode, though, like, it'll be an interesting episode to break down <clears throat> that. And sometimes people make the concern, well, if everybody ate organic or whatever, like, we couldn't sustain that. So you need this to feed a large population. But our food waste... Another topic, I'll just say briefly, yeah. is insane in this country. Um, yeah, but it, that's also such a big distraction from what we're talking about. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's we're what not- I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's another episode. But I just Like, are we trying to shame these girls for working at McDonald's? No, I, well, that's what a... They're part of the problem, too! Why couldn't you just have a rich dad like me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's like what it boils down to for a lot of them. Yeah, and it like Russia is a good example of the role mcdonald's plays in some people's lives like the, mcdonald's is the most popular shit in russia mm. because it's literally all some people can afford mm. so it's it's bad but yeah i feel bad about what i said if it stayed in the podcast <laughs> i don't want to shame people for eating at mcdonald's and it's the same thing as like you know well alcohol's bad we should get rid of all alcohol right. like Who, what the fuck are you talking about alcohol bad <laughs> exactly <laughs> So, uh, like, there's always going to be bad things. It's just some people almost have no choice but to indulge sure. in those bad things. Or not even indulge, just survive. Yeah, it's not vanity. It's, <laughs> and the problem that is McDonald's, if the McDonald's restaurant is to exist and be a source of food for people, there are much better ways to make it a more reasonable work environment without having to drastically affect the cost yeah. of goods. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally because, like, what we were saying before we got on that tangent was, like, literally it's going to bump up the price of a quarter pounder to, what, like, an extra 25 cents, maybe 50 cents yeah. if you're nasty. Like, well, uh, yeah. if you're making $8 an hour, one uh, yeah. person has one value meal, boom, that's the $8 an hour. It's it's kind of like the, the similarly, it's the argument Billy Joel's musicians would make of, like, the turn on, like, the yeah. person buying one ticket 10 rows back paid more than why I'm making for the night. Right. There's 18,000 people in this. Like, you can afford to fucking pay a little more. Yeah, and that's especially true with McDonald's. Now, Adam, earlier, did we say this is the first time that this has been targeted, targeted for a specific company, right? For the right. Me Too movement? I have an interesting idea. Uh, corporations are people, right? In theory, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so are we, allowed to, uh, are we allowed to treat this in that same way, or is that only when it comes to, to taxes and stuff, when they're people? Like, can, they be, can they be held accountable as a company for sexual assault, like if it's a person? Well, that's, that's the thing. Like... You mean like in a criminal way? I guess, or like at least like the the would that be a, a way to make them not cut off these ties with franchises? Be like, no, you're one person, McDonald's. Well, you all did this. I'll give you an interesting example that ties into this. So McDonald's, like their first response to this, aside from issuing that shitty statement, they consulted Chicago-based law firm Seifarth Shaw on their sexual harassment policies. Seifarth. Seifarth has defended numerous large corporations against sexual harassment, currently defending the Weinstein Company. Oh. So it's kind of that same joint employer thing where they're like, we're not responsible for what he did. He was his own. Like, we were just the innocent company on the side. Yeah. And that's kind of like they have brought in the law firm that's trying to do that for the Weinstein Company, too. Does that, do you think that rings positive or negative for the eventual? 
outcome. Like it's it's a weird thing because at a certain point it is one guy at the Weinstein thing. It's one guy being a huge piece of shit and uh, them distancing themselves, which you know cowardly, whatever. Right. But like at the same time, like I don't know, should should everybody there lose their jobs? Like I don't know. It's 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 difficult. Yeah, and it, it's for so many reasons. It's hard to know how to react to this other than to just support. Yeah, what's happening Absolutely. right now? What the girls are doing, not support what's <laughs> well, happening. Jesus. That'd be a weird left I turn. I hope to I take. didn't have to make that <laughs> distinction. <laughs> like forty well, minutes. Well, it's a whole in. trickle down thing of education too, because there are probably a number of high schoolers, both male and female, raging hormones that don't know any better or think it's yeah. funny, and, and not that it makes it okay. Yeah, right. but the the intent is like, oh, I it's I like this girl, so I'm gonna be mean to her. What you know? What I mean, yeah. like there. Are, yeah, that's part of it is like building it into our our education system does a really shitty job of talking about these things and talking about appropriate behavior. Working at fast food as someone who worked in fast food for years is like the shitty public school system of the workforce. Yeah. Like you go there to immediately be exposed to all the horrors that work life has to offer. And clicks and, then and you, hazing. And- yeah, and you carry those scars out into <laughs> work with you and that's one of the especially sad things about this these are a lot of high schoolers who this is happening to or like freshly out of high school yeah and this is their first exposure to what working is going to be like and it's like man you can't even Mm. like have just the lowest (laughs) like entry level job and just exist and be a normal person and make money it has to be this fucking gauntlet that you have to walk through every day and God damn, it's depressing. And it's not the first time this has come up. McDonald's, in 2008, a Colorado-based McDonald's franchise agreed to pay $505,000 to a group of female employees as part of a settlement with the EEOC. And a lot of people would hear that, especially if you're arguing for the joint employer rule, that, well, that's a franchise and McDonald's is the corporation. So why should McDonald's have to be held liable? Okay, why should we hold the Vatican liable for what priests in Pennsylvania do, if you want to make that fucking argument? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're the ones putting these people out in the community to represent them, and they absolutely have some degree of responsibility to make yeah. sure they're not McDonald's, harassing high school girls. As the owner, they're the or as the overall corporation is responsible for they can make changes that affect all the franchises and if the franchise owners push back to like, well fuck you, then you're not McDonald's anymore. Right. Yeah. And how hard would it be for McDonald's to get a complaint like this, fucking look into it, go to, like I feel like if you talk to a lot of these managers They'd probably say the same shit they say to these girls. They'd probably be like, oh, she was just being childish. And yeah. You well, know how dudes are. This is raging hormones. It's going to come off as more of a defense and justification. It's not meant to be, but this is why you need training. I bet there are there are some well-intentioned people that truly do not know any better, and that's fucking sad. Right. And that's just like, oh, I don't know how to deal with this, so I'll make a joke out of it. And if they would just put that in place, McDonald's could just immediately go in and go, did this happen? And if it turns out it did, you're fucking out of here. Yeah. We gave you training right up front that said you would lose your franchise if you let this happen. Yeah. Like McDonald's can afford to lose a spare franchise or two. But it's just like, it's. I feel like it's probably just a hassle and it would cost them money. Yeah. So they'd rather just have a law firm defend why they don't have to do it. Here, right. Here's a free idea for you, people striking at McDonald's. You know, most McDonald's on the, the marquee out front, they have 
whatever, ha, 80, 80, billion, <laughs> 80 billion, whatever, they should put the number of sexual harassment lawsuits, like somebody should change that yeah, early that in the morning, like- but then like super glue that shit on so it can't be easily taken off. Like McDonald's should- that sounds like a Banksy. <laughs> McDonald's should have to report what their franchisees pay out in lawsuit settlements every year, be it for sexual harassment or for customers getting sick. Mm-hmm. Like they should be forced. To, that was for a long time. That was the thing with amusement parks. They didn't have to tell us how many how many people would have flown off that roller coaster had there been people on it when they tested it last right, Tuesday. Right, right, right. But we fixed it and it's fine now. Like they didn't have to tell us injuries and how many people died. Imagine if the story got one tenth of the coverage that the lady who sued McDonald's for, for coffee burning coffee yeah. got. Exactly. Like that was a national story for forever, and it changed everything in this country yeah. for the worst yeah because we were on the wrong side the public was absolutely on the wrong side in that argument well the public was like the public was, was too hot right no no you must not like, remember course, everyone she doesn't deserve like, that money. that was when frivolous lawsuits became a catchphrase that people just started like all like late night comics made fun of her everyone was like this fucking lady filing this fucking lawsuit because she got she burned by coffee. scalding hot coffee on her pussy or whatever and then if you look into it she had to get like skin grafts and yeah. had third degree burns and she had every reason to sue but the public narrative was oh this is McDonald's being victimized by a frivolous lawsuit yeah. and what happened as a result is we put caps on how much you can sue oh, like corporation how much you can be paid if you, uh, oh, I'm going to go on a rant. Like, I, watch I, the this, documentary. Yeah, There's yeah. one that documentary. It's called Hot Coffee. It yeah, covers good recap. It covers her cap, her her case, but it also covers a couple others. And in one case, it's a family who, when their son was born, the doctor did like some like fucked up in some real malpractice, crazy thing. way. And this kid is going to need help and care around the clock for literally the rest of his life and because we passed all these tort reforms as a result of that hot coffee lawsuit the maximum amount they could be awarded by a jury was like five million dollars and they're like that's gonna get us till he's like 17 and then what the fuck do we do go to go mcdonald's and spill coffee on him yeah, and that was Get an extra five. and that all happened. Laugh it up, Kevin. That all happened because <laughs> we were like, "Fuck frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. We have to protect corporations." That's the part that upsets and now, me the most. None of us, when Gawker got taken down, that's the ex- yeah. like that is a place where we do need those fucking caps in place because that's how Gawker got taken out. Is those tort reforms didn't apply to publishers for some reason? So you can just hit a publisher with any amount of financial damages and if you've already been dragging them through the courts for a year and a half you can cripple them and it's fine and not a single one of us was like whoa why don't they get the same protection doctors and fast food places get no everyone just went and wrote their late night jokes again. yeah everyone again, just went and thing. wrote good gawker sucks yeah gawker i never even read that it was probably dumb yeah i, I i'm an influencer by the way future episode topic uh all these tech giants buying up all the publishing companies. We should talk about that. Uh, yeah. But simply, certainly not on this episode. <laughs> no. Yeah. So also there was, oh, in that lawsuit in 2008 where they paid out the $505,000 settlement, attorneys for the girls who worked at the restaurant in Denver were subjected to egregious sexual harassment in the workplace by their male supervisor. The supervisor allegedly, allegedly bit their breasts. Oof, that is bold. Wait, is that a bit? And... <laughs> To 70. 
and offered favors in exchange for sex. Jesus Christ. Also, in 2011, the EEOC sued the owner of a Wisconsin McDonald's, claiming that the male employees made sexual comments about the bodies of their female coworkers, propositioned them, kissed them, and groped them without consent. Several of the victims in that case were teenage girls yeah. in high school. Yeah. Like, at the very... So there's got to be some statutory... Probably, yeah. But instead, McDonald's was like, have some money. Boys will be boys and have some money. Yeah. We're also talking about a place that will hire... They, I mean, they have like 22-year-old managers there. So, like, I mean, it's still statutory. Yeah, a lot of times the managers dumb. are the high school students that are like, oh, I guess yeah. I'll stay here. Yeah, it's just it's just like... And that's the thing. That's, uh, that's another thing that frustrates me about this because a, a place like McDonald's, we don't think of it as a place where you could legitimately build a good career. But think about working at any of these companies that are in L.A. where everything is happening in one building and the people at the top are probably going to be there for a long fucking time and you you have that limited building space to move up. Yeah. McDonald's is everywhere and they have regions that need managed. Yeah, and have a job no matter where you go. Yeah, there, and there's so much room for growth and opportunity in a, a place like McDonald's and it sucks that you know there could be people who are like look it's either McDonald's or the fucking military for me yeah so I'm just gonna grind it out making fries I'm gonna take night classes get a business degree and hopefully one of these fucking restaurants will make me their regional manager or their general manager or a fucking manager any of that or let's say I'm McDonald's and I don't want to pay my bottom of the totem pole for lack of a better term entry-level workers better wages like one thing mcdonald's could at least do i know this doesn't address all the problems is say you know we're gonna pay all of our managers all of our store managers fifteen twenty thousand dollars more a year and make sure there are people that are properly informed and like put them through this training but also make it a job that's more desirable where people would like be willing to put up with the shit because let's say you're a good manager at mcdonald's you don't harass anybody and like you have good boundaries and you, you run the restaurant well that's even that's got to be like such a fucking frustrating job. You you have this rotating door of right a hundred employees and mm. and however many of them you don't know their background and they're they're not getting a job out any elsewhere and you're, you're having to deal with all their shit. Like and, and then people the bad the customers come to you with their problems yeah. when somebody who didn't serve them their drink with a smile or something. And yeah. Like, well, like, I got to talk to your manager. When I was a college residence director and I oversaw freshman students, like two hundred freshman students in a dorm, I had to go through like sexual response sexual assault response training and and cpr and and uh conflict resolution training for like three days like all these things every year um there's two weeks a year yeah. before school starts. it was nothing but different training and to work at mcdonald's i would argue you have to deal with just as serious if not sometimes more serious issues where you know you, the guy comes in pulls a knife whatever and like what training is there for any of that yeah stuff yeah and so we already, like, as we mentioned before, uh, we've come to the notes, the part in the notes where we talk about how vulnerable this group of people that is taking this action are. And sexual harassment, it's especially serious among the hotel and restaurant industries. In 2017, the Center for American Progress found that sexual harassment is most common in low-wage sectors with high levels of gender inequality such as food service and retail, with women of color yeah. disproportionately affected. According to a 2016 Hart Research Associates survey, that guy's doing everything these days. Crushing. God damn, Kevin Hart. 40% of women in the fast food industry report facing sexual harassment on the job, and 42% feel forced to accept abuse 
because they can't afford to lose their job. Those are just the ones reporting it. You know, yeah. there's some that are like, oh, they might track this back to me. Yeah. I'm not gonna. That is a fucking epidemic. That is way too high of a number. From 2005 to 2015, hotel and restaurant workers filed at least 5,000 sexual harassment complaints with the EEOC. That's more than any other industry, according to analysis by the Center for American Progress. And that's still only a fraction of the number because of the 85,000 sexual harassment complaints filed in that time, only about half targeted a specific industry. So those are people that actually complained. Do you know how many? Yeah. 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 Yeah, because of the the 42% who feel like they have to accept it because they need the job. And workers... I'm sure there are some people that don't even recognize this harassment. They're like, this is just what life is. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's Mad Men. Again, <laughs> to bring it back to Mad Men, that's yeah, the same that's what mentality. I'm, it's like training you to just think, well, that's just how if I do get a better job, I'm going to have to put up with this there and kind of on a more like a more targeted scale where you're not it was like in glow do you see uh season two of glow there's an episode yep. where uh uh spoiler alert that episode know. should win a fucking emmy yeah where where basically uh allison brie gets taken under false pretenses to a hotel room and then she the guy tries to fuck her he, she doesn't she leaves and then later her friend's like you don't have to fuck him but you have to definitely think make him think he could like what are you doing yeah. why wouldn't you not flirt with him and stuff it's like you fucked everything up for us in our right. show because you didn't do this and that's like 20 30 years ago that's it hasn't changed yeah. dramatically since then in a lot of places and for these girls it's like that that's like their their life would be yelling that right. at them exactly like why yeah. didn't you just let the guy touch your tit now we have no fucking yeah. job absolutely and we can't make our car payment this month you can't just when you're living in this situation you can't just be like all right i'm gonna quit and find another job i yeah. mean you can but because you quit you're not gonna get unemployment right and you just have no money coming in f- until you find another job so you literally have to be looking for another job while you're working the job that's where you're experiencing and harassment good so luck getting no... another fast food job when they call your fucking misogynist piece of shit manager and right. ask what kind right. of employee you were and they're right. like she didn't give two weeks notice good well, luck america yeah <laughs> exactly throw him under the bun <laughs> Ha. <laughs> oh man, it's just—it's exactly like the joke you made earlier. <laughs> Fuck, Dink. I did it. I didn't. <laughs> Chad just killed himself. <laughs> so, as we mentioned earlier, workers in these jobs, specifically chain restaurant jobs, are often teenagers or adults struggling to pay their bills, and that makes them easy targets. This is a quote from Laura Palumbo, communications director for the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. It may be suggested that they are very replaceable, that because of their status in the workplace, no one will care about their claim or their claim won't make a difference. This is what serial killers tell prostitutes for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like the, like, Which is another uh, uh, line of work that receives a lot of harassment and should be protected yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like it that sounds like a crazy thing to say, but that is. Like that's that's why prostitutes get murdered at the rate they do because they're just seen as disposable, like as less than people. And in the workforce, people doing the minimum wage jobs in fast food, it's like there will be another fucking high schooler in here tomorrow to take your job. Yeah, like you ain't shit. Shut up and touch my dick. Yeah, and it's like let me bite your tits or whatever. That yeah, what is. the fuck? Isolate all those quotes. <laughs> <laughs> me on a podcast with two dudes saying, "Let me touch your dick." Let me bite, let me bite your titties, Adam Todd <laughs> Brown. Hey, I made it. I made it uh, gay. That's okay now. And this is a quote from Adriana Alvarez, a nine-year McDonald's employee in Chicago. I almost read that as nine-year-old. <laughs> like, damn, they are really wow. 
turning the clock back. <laughs> pedo harassers. Uh, people are scared. They worry that if they complain, it will affect their legal status. They could get fired or there could be retaliation. Women depend on these jobs. And let's end by watching. This is a video from a, a group of people, not just women, talking about being sexually harassed at their McDonald's jobs. And what's crazy, this video has 2,132 views. 2,133, thanks to me. Right. And... It's uh, that's since 2016. Yeah, and it's put out by the actual uh, by the actual group that's 15. doing this. So this this wow. group deserves some fucking support. We should do a goddamn fundraiser for them or something. Like I'm, I, I'm band so do fucking you want mad to about this. My living room for this. Huh? The coat hangers. Okay, I feel like you'd get upset if I asked the coat hangers to play my living room. Nah, you can ask them. Maybe we'll talk about it. I'll have them play the closet off of my living room. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty Coat good. Coat haters, right here, Rod. There we go. All right, let's <laughs> let's just listen to this video. People at home, you don't need to. I mean, it is. One day I went into work. I was coming into work and on the night shift. I was taking orders, and there was like a head cook, and he, I guess he liked me. And I was at the sink. He would uh, physically grab me by the waist. He would come up from the back. He would just. Uh, always be touching you. He would ask me for pictures of myself. He would talk about just different sexual activities. He would ask me if I want to meet up with him. Ask me, what position do I play in the bedroom? He got up behind me. She proceeded to stick her hand in between my legs. Pointed at his genitals. Show me photos of her body. Pulled me in, shut the door, and tried to kiss me. Followed me to the bathroom. My These are mostly women of color. My behind, like 98%. Grabbing my waist, try to kiss me, touch me with her hand, would touch my breast, grab my leg, grab my, the my arm, grab like roughly, <laughs> grab touching, <laughs> rubbing up. No, this is not okay. And I tell him to stop, and he keep doing it. And the only thing I could do was push him off. Tell him to stop. I told him stop. I went outside and cried. And if you tell him to stop, he'd be like, oh, you know, you want it. They know how to corner you in. I moved different stores. Asked for at least a change of location. End up working somewhere else. I requested different hours. I just didn't feel safe. I just kind of stayed quiet. I didn't know who to talk about it or how to go about telling someone. I reported at least five or six times. I reported it. I reported to the general manager that day. I spoke to the GM about the situation and let her know what was going on. I didn't want to tell them because I was afraid of losing my job. The owner got mad because I called him while he was in church. He said, it's pretty much my word. <laughs> in church, sure, That it was my Jesus. fault. Get used to it or it is not the workplace for you. He did absolutely nothing. You either go along with the flow or work somewhere else. The store manager did not do anything. There was nothing done. And she did nothing about it at all. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. It seemed like it got a little worse. And I went to the corporate and I wrote to the corporate and I called to the corporate. They were against ours and they made that very clear when I first started working there. It happens every day. Women at fast food restaurants experience sexual harassment 60% more frequently than women in other jobs. McDonald's and sexual harassment at your stores today. Hashtag fight for 50. That was all on the screen. Chat yeah, wasn't was just freestyling. <laughs> reading. Uh, that Adam, was really on share, Adam will share the video on Twitter, I imagine, and uh, let's retweet the fuck out of that. Yeah. yeah. Fight, hashtag fight for 15. But also, I don't. there needs to be some sort of hashtag for this McDonald's strike. Mick oh. too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bad. That's actually not bad. <laughs> Mick too is not bad. But people would struggle to... <laughs> 
get it. It needs to be a little more. No, it, but the fact that that brought everything to a full stop means I did my job. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a good bit hashtag. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah, that's our episode. Hashtag uh, Mick Harassment? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll edit. Just fucking. We'll figure it out. Tweet, tweet at McDonald's and ask them about this. Tweet and, and at, retweet this video and ask them uh, if you can borrow their copy of Iron. Tweet at CNN and ask if they could maybe spend an hour or two talking about it. Give us a break from all the other sexual harassment. I bet talk. the social media intern at McDonald's checking their Twitter makes more than somebody that works at McDonald's. Oh, for sure. As somebody who is a social media uh, person, I guarantee you that they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ah, ve- fucking. Did, big, I'm very big rich. Did I tell you that? I'm very rich. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do very well for myself. So yeah, this is a thing we're going to keep following and uh, keep talking about, and hopefully people listening to this talk about it in some way. You're already listening to the podcast. I appreciate that. Now fucking tweet an article about it. Tweet at McDonald's and ask them about it. Fucking, if, I don't know, man. If my if my friends can get me a refund from my gym just by harassing them on Twitter, you guys can do some shit if you yeah. bind, bond uh, bond together. And yeah, and this needs to be a, a stain on McDonald's name yeah. right now. Yeah, like they need to be taken to task for this fucking all the time. And then the next fast food franchise that it happens to, same thing until this shit gets fixed. Absolutely. And uh, not to make it all about me, but honestly, maybe there is some type of play of like uh some type of living room concert we could do to get awareness on yeah this. we'll figure it out not on this episode no but no, we'll figure it out what Kevin, date is it going to be what date are we going to do yeah. it all on what time tickets oh, yeah. on sale now Kevin, you on still event come over to my house so oh for the wrestling thing yeah. i'm sorry fucking i did ca- no I could, show liar i, I, I never oh, wow. even fucking wow liar. wow fucking liar trash. don't even wow. drop our episode that i recorded with you eight months ago yeah well you know there's All only, right, you can only put so many podcasts out. All right, we got to wrap this up so we can record. Do we? Unpops daily. Whoa! So, uh, what do we have to plug? I don't want to plug shit. I want. I'm you, plugging this. Yeah, I want you to go out and support this movement in some way. Give it some attention. That's it. That's my only plug. Chat this Thursday. I'll be at uh, <laughs> Comedy Ahoy uh, down in Santa Monica Marina del Rey. The the venue in full. Oh, be this on is my a for Twitter. real plug. Okay, I haven't I... given a for real plug in months. It was almost a perfect bit. <laughs> He'll be doing a meet and greet at the McDonald's. I'm beforehand. on the show. I'm on the one. This is stand up. People want to know. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. No plugs for you, Kevin. Hashtag Mick Two. That's my yep. plug. That's my plug. McTube, that's good. <laughs> Kevin, say goodbye. Bye. Chat. We're just gonna keep recording. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Step.